Hey y'all, welcome to Moxie Girls Move, a daily devotional. Good morning, sis. I hope you're having a wonderful day. And I hope where you are, it's not so cold because where I am, it's freezing and it's only going to get worse. (laughs) So I hope you have the flannel PJs, the blanket, the heat. I hope you have all of that and you stay warm. Okay, I've got a really special message for you today. And this is a beautiful message, but it's also a hard one because it can be taken the wrong way. And I don't want anybody to take this the wrong way, okay? I love everybody. And this morning in the wee hours of the morning, God just spoke to me and said, God is love, but what is love? So the title of today's message is, God is love. I not only think, but after this morning, I know that we've gotten the definition of love a little diluted. And it's been polluted a little bit by the world. When you look it up on Google, it's described as a feeling, an emotion, an attachment, an interest in something. And it's even personified in a figure of love. As I was reading this on Google, I thought, oh, it's going to say God. It said Cupid. Cupid is the figure, the, the international universal figure of love, okay? Which means it's really tied to the flesh, to passion, even lust. It's the world's definition of love. And I mean, of all figures, Cupid, when God is love, it's, it's plain. The world's understanding and examples of love have more to do with self than with showing love for another person. But honestly, the true definition and example of love is forgetting about self and wanting to show deep concern for the other person. Even at the person loving at their expense. When we make it about ourselves, we've really lost the true meaning of it. True love forsakes self. True love is displayed by doing what's best for the other person. Jesus on the cross. He didn't want that. The day before, remember, he didn't want that. Remember him praying. He prayed, if there's any other way. But then he realized there was no other way. And it didn't feel good. We've been deceived that love is supposed to feel good, but it doesn't always feel good. He resigned to his own will and did God's will. It was true love on display. He put us first. Love sometimes means letting go, right? 
Love sometimes means making the tough decisions and sticking to it for the benefit of the other person. Now, this next part, I hope I don't offend anybody. But this is truth. The parent that wants to rescue the drug-addicted child from police or recovery, they're constantly enabling them and they're making excuses for them. And all that that's doing is keeping that child in that cycle. They don't want to see their child in distress. And that causes them discomfort. So it brings it back to self. I don't want to be discomforted. I don't want my child to go through this. The parent doesn't want to experience the pain, right? But love is pain. And either consciously or unconsciously, when we do that, we make it about our feelings instead of the good of the child or the other person. And don't get me wrong. I get it. I'm guilty of trying to make things easier for my son all the time so that he doesn't learn things the hard way, right? So that it saves my heart. The truth is keeping our children safe isn't a reality. One way or another, life has lessons for them to learn no matter how well they live, good choices or bad. And that is why Jesus came. Okay? That whole sentence right there. So what is true love? It isn't a feeling. It is a person. It's not who Google says, though. God is love. And we show love in action by how we treat others. It has nothing to do with how we feel because love hurts sometimes. You better believe it hurts when you leave that child at that place of recovery or you don't give them money because you know what they're going to do with it. It has nothing to do with how we feel, what we want, or our desire for pleasure. 1 John 4 and 7 in the Message Translation says, my beloved friends, let us continue to love each other since love comes from God. Everyone loves, everyone who loves is born of God and experiences a relationship with God. The person who refuses to love doesn't know the first thing about God because God is love. So you can't know him if you don't love this is how God showed his love for us. Guys, this is the hard part, okay? This is the hard part about love. He loved us. He sent his only son into the world so we might know him. This is the kind of love we're talking about. Not that we once upon a time loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as sacrifice 
to clear the way and the damage they've done to our relationship with God. Love means doing the hard thing for the benefit of the other person. It's serving the needs of the other person. And it's not always going to feel good. When you make it about make me happy, if this is what your love comes down to, make me happy, serve me, love me, then I'll love you back. That is the world's twisted version of love. And it's based on emotions, on passions, on lust, on flesh, on yourself. And doesn't that feel icky when you just think about it? So here comes the hard part. The part that ministers have to tell. This is the part we have to share with you. And if ministers love you, they're going to tell you this truth. I love you, and I'm going to tell you the truth. And this truth was hard for me to hear, okay? God doesn't, does not want you to continue in sin. It breaks his heart. It broke his heart. He gave everything. He came to fix it himself for you. Sacrificed himself in your place, our place, in their place, willingly became the lamb, the offering for you and me. Love is sacrifice. It's never going to be selfish. It's never going to be ugly. It's never going to be rude, mean, hurtful. It will always put the other person's needs first even at the expense of itself. And that means even making you do something uncomfortable. Love will not look the other way and let a person head toward disaster. Even if love has to sacrifice its own comforts. If you are tolerating another person's sin because you're saying you love them, It's more about your own heart. You don't want to break your own heart. You don't want to make yourself uncomfortable. You don't want to put yourself out there. That's why John proclaimed, God is love. Now, I want to get this straight. I want to get this totally straight, okay? If you are being rude to a certain group of people, Because they are sinners and whatever group you want to, whatever label, if you're being rude to them, that isn't love. If you're lying to sinners and excusing their sin, that isn't love. If you are refusing an open invitation to your church, to anyone, that isn't love. The church isn't for the healed. The church isn't for the saved. It's for the lost. If you are watering down the gospel to save feelings, that isn't love. If you're ashamed to make friends with a sinner, 
that isn't love. Jesus, friend of sinners, right? Love will always tell the truth, even if it hurts feelings, steps on toes, causes someone to to search themselves, to think twice about their choices. Love means making that tough choice. Love will reach down and help someone up, even when it's ugly down there, even when it stinks, even when it's filthy, even when it's uncomfortable. Love won't leave anyone behind. Love will even risk its own life to save another. And that's hard for me to grasp because if it was my child going to a country where they kill Christians, I don't know that I would want him to go. Love only cares about saving the other person for the other person's good. If confronting sin makes you uncomfortable, that isn't love. But remember, you can't be rude. You can't be ugly. You have to be kind. It's not about your comfort. It's not about what society thinks about you. It's not about if you're politically correct. It's not about what you can say that will get more followers on Instagram and more likes and become popular. It's not about you. God loves all of a person. I want to set that straight. And we have to, too. Love isn't afraid to get its hands dirty to help someone else up. Love stands in the gap. It stretches. It even will break. Sometimes you feel like breaking trying to make a way of escape for another person. Does that sound tolerant to comfort? God is love. And the only thing that God is saying to us as sinners, to us, to you and me as a sinner, is, I thought of you first. I gave all. I gave it all, all that I am. I even gave my life for you because I truly love you. I loved you too much to leave you captive, to leave you in sin. I love you enough to rescue you. And that even means rescuing you from yourself. So how can we keep silent about the truth? How can we excuse sin? How dare us dilute the gospel? Why are our hands not stretched out? Instead, we ignore their sin. We ignore their need. We ignore them. And we even keep them out of our churches. We've made it to where it's like a club. Like, you can't come here. You're unclean. We've left them behind. We ignore them. We totally look over them. And even worse, we'll look right at them and excuse them. And we even go right along with their excuses. I'm going to tell you something, and this is the truth. 
the truth never makes excuses. It doesn't have to. The truth doesn't need defending. It stands on its own. You all, this was tough for me because I don't ever want to hurt anybody's feelings. But it's not about what I want. It's really not about what I want. It's not about what you want. It's not about what makes me comfortable. And if we are tolerating sin, we're really destroying lives. And that is the opposite of love. So let's pray about this. Father, I just want to thank you for your word and for your truth and that it's always going to stand. It's going to stand on its own. It does not need us to defend it. It does not, it does not need us to compromise anything for it. All that it needs is to be shown. All that it needs to, is to be proclaimed. The truth is enough to set people free and I just want to thank you for your love for your love for showing us us what true love is that it has nothing to do with me and how I feel and keeping me comfortable and helping me and it has nothing to do with me looking the other way and me enabling someone else's behavior it has nothing to do with that it actually means I have to to be uncomfortable I have to stretch I have to do the thing to save the life. And it's hard. But I want to thank you that you have given us your Holy Spirit and you want to help us. Um, and I thank you that even when it's hard, you're going to help us do that. Father, just take this word and, and use it. Touch the person that's listening right now and help us to do better, live better, love harder and stronger. It's in Jesus' name that I ask. Amen. So, I want you to love today. I want you to love today, okay? And God will help you love the way that you should be loving, okay? It's all right there in His Word. There's a love story, a love note, a love letter he's written to you. Billy Graham said that years ago. It's a whole book of love letters to you. So you have an awesome example to go by. Okay, ladies, I will meet you back here tomorrow for another free preview of Moxie Mentoring. And I want you to have a wonderful day. And remember that I love you. Bye. I want to thank you so much for listening. But do you want more? Do you need a little bit more Moxie? Well, why don't you join Moxie Mentoring starting January 2023 and I will show you how to set goals and to reach them. We can do it together. I'll be your partner and I'll commit to your success. Email me at 
moxiehearts at gmail.com or click on the link. Sign up today and let's change your life. Thank you.